0: Welcome back to another episode of the Unlearning Podcast. My name is Ashley Lynn Hankst, and I am your host, your guide, and your biggest cheerleader on your unlearning journey. Thank you so much for joining me today. If this is your first time listening to the show, I'm so glad you're here. The Unlearning Podcast is all about helping you learn to love Jesus and your neighbor through healthy, life giving Christian theology. This Friday Field note segment is a special weekly segment all about reconstruction. After a long, challenging season of deconstructing the toxic aspects of the Christian faith, how do we rebuild our faith? How do we reclaim our religion in a healthy, life-giving way? For anyone looking for short, bite-sized episodes on how to practice the Christian faith in a healthy way, this weekly segment is for you. On today's show, I want to talk about how to read the Bible again in a healthy way that doesn't trigger religious trauma or cause future harm. How do we start reading the Bible again after a season of deconstruction? Scripture is an important part of the Christian faith. It is the source of our faith. As Christians, we don't simply believe in some nameless divine being. We believe in the Alpha and the Omega, the Good Shepherd and the Great I Am. We believe in our understanding of God because of the Hebrew scriptures and because of the New Testament canon. All of it comes together to form a picture of the divine and our Jewish and Christian theology. No other book holds our stories and letters from the closest people to Jesus when he was on earth than the Bible. And so reading scripture is also a deep source of encouragement and comfort. Or at least it can be. Reading Paul's passages about endurance through suffering can help you to remain strong in challenging situations. Reading about the rise and fall of King David can provide for you a sobering reality of the dangers of power. Reading the Psalms can inspire joy and help you to celebrate God's presence through all seasons of life. Reading Song of Solomon can give voice to the sexual joy that comes with extending yourself to someone who your soul loves loves. And reading about the conversations and relationships and problems Jesus faced and the people he healed can be so powerful. Reading about Jesus's birth and death and resurrection has the power to really fill up your soul in indescribably holy ways. One of the biggest lies of the evangelical church is that you can't read the Bible if you're gay or trans or progressive or living with your boyfriend and that it can't be helpful to you because you are quote unquote living in sin. Remember that so much of the evangelical church lives off a theology of a deeply patriarchal community of men. Very few evangelical Christians explore the sacred texts from their own point of view or based on their own understanding of the world. Instead, we are groomed to look at the text from a patriarchal understanding of the world. We are taught to be very careful not to look at the Bible through our own context. But the reality is, is that it doesn't matter what an evangelical pastor says. Scripture is for everyone. We can all approach the Bible using our own context or through the lens of our own liberation and allow God to strengthen us, fill up our soul, and strengthen our connection to the divine, no matter who we are or what context we find ourselves in. Let me say that again. We can all approach the Bible using our own context, contextual theology or through the lens of our own liberation, like black liberation or feminist theology or muhetista theology, and allow God to strengthen us, fill up our soul, and strengthen our connection to the divine, no matter who we are or what context we find ourselves in. The context of your life, your relationship history, your weight, your likes, your dislikes, where you live, your credit score, the racism and sexism you have to deal with, none of this is something to erase or ignore when thinking about scripture. Since context informs theology, you can bring your full self to the Bible and interpret the Bible through your context. And so today I'm going to show you how to approach Scripture through the lens of your own liberation, as someone who is liberated from toxic theology and who is aspiring to live out a healthy, life-giving understanding of Scripture. To begin, I want to encourage you to always read passages in Scripture that feel right to you. Again, I don't care what anyone says. Most people do not feel good or encouraged after reading the book of Judges or Leviticus, or even Revelation. Most people, when they think about Bible study, really enjoy reading the four Gospels or any of the epistles. I also love reading Job during difficult seasons. Just remember to read what feels right to you. Do not force yourself to read a Bible passage or a book of the Bible that feels hurtful to you. I follow Robert Murray McShane's Bible reading plan, and it's my favorite Bible reading plan. He takes you through four chapters of the Bible every day, two to read on your own and two to read with your family. And right now we're on the book of Judges. You can bet I plan on skipping large portions of that text, especially portions that are so hurtful to me as a woman. And even when I skip passages, I still feel spiritually fed by Scripture. So please feel free to do what feels right to you when it comes to reading Scripture. When you are approaching the Bible, I want to encourage you to begin with prayer. Ask God to open your heart and your mind to the Spirit's leading as you read the text. When you pray, think about the biggest issues facing your life right now. What are you excited about? What are you concerned about? How is your wife doing? How can you pray for your boyfriend? What is going on with your parents or your family? And what areas of your life do you need to shore up or get better at? Bring all of this to the feet of Jesus before you read the Bible, and then ask God to help you grow in these areas as you open the sacred text. I would also encourage you to keep a journal and to write all of these things down. Keeping a journal is a great idea because it allows you to chart your spiritual growth and Record things that God revealed to you, prayers and and verses. It's an aid to your spiritual development as you imperfectly move towards Jesus. And so I want to encourage you to keep a journal as you do your own personal Bible study. Now that you've prayed and you're ready to approach the text, I want to encourage you to try out the SOAP method that you may remember from your evangelical youth group. I love the SOAP method because I think it's really helpful when studying scripture on your own. SOAP stands for S for scripture, O for observation, A for application, and P for prayers. So when you read a passage of scripture, write down any verse that sticks out to you in a positive way. If there is a verse you want to memorize, write it down in your journal. Then take some time to read through the passage again and observe what spiritual truths are being expressed by the text. Are there any major principles and virtues being encouraged by the text? What does the text say about the character of God or about the presence and work of Christ? And then A is for application. Think about how you can apply these principles to your life. Think about how you can apply what you learned about Christ to your relationship with God. Does what you read encourage you to trust God more, to surrender more to the divine, you don't need to have a laundry list of applications every single morning. You can just have one thing. Sometimes you'll have nothing. Please don't feel pressured to come away from the Bible with 1,000 different things you need to change about who you are and what you're doing in your life. Remember that growing in Christ is not about changing your personality, but about helping your character evolve into the image of Christ. Bible study is about your relationship with the divine, and so allow God's Spirit to to lead you on your observation and application. And after some time in Bible study, take some time to pray about what you read and what's still on your mind. Sometimes if a passage of Scripture really speaks to me, I pray that passage to God. Three of Paul's letters in the New Testament are considered pastoral epistles, or letters that are especially helpful for people in religious leadership. The pastoral epistles are First and Second Timothy and Titus. And whenever I read Paul's qualifications for a bishop or an elder in 1 Timothy, I pray that God would help me to live up to that standard. For example, when I read 1 Timothy chapter 3, I end my time with God by praying, Loving God, help me to be above reproach, temperament, self-controlled, respectable, hospitable, and an apt teacher. It's a wonderful spiritual experience when you can pray the Bible back to God. The Evangelical Church has taught us to apply Scripture to our context, but contextual theology is about interpreting Scripture through your lived experience as a Latinx woman living in Los Angeles, or as a man about to adopt children, or as a trans woman going through the process of coming out to her family. I truly believe you should interpret and apply Scripture through your own context, through your contextual theology. If you're coming out to your family, passages about the strength and sovereignty of Yahweh might be really comforting, because in the Hebrew Bible, Israel is the underdog. And so reading stories about how God helps people like the underdog could be so helpful to you. And if you're struggling with the effects of racism, reading Exodus could be so liberating because it's the story about how Yahweh liberates the Jews from slavery And if you're suffering from cancer or dealing with a chronic illness, the story of Joe might be really comforting and inspiring. The Psalms are also a wonderful book about the plethora of emotions we experience as human beings. Bring your context to the Bible and apply what speaks to your life and to the context of your life. Now, When you look at a Bible passage that might be problematic, or in many cases, glaringly problematic, approach the passage with what we call a hermeneutic of suspicion. When you apply the hermeneutic of suspicion, ask yourself, what are the powerful relationships in the passage? What are the power dynamics? What does this passage say about the character of God? Is this the same character as reflected by Jesus in the four Gospels? And let me back up. I should have explained what hermeneutic was. The term hermeneutic is a fancy way of describing how we interpret the Bible. Evangelicals have a certain hermeneutic. They may not call it a certain term. I think I've heard people call it biblical hermeneutics. But as progressive Christians, it's okay to have a hermeneutic of suspicion, to be suspicious of the text when it clearly is immoral or it might hint at some kind of immorality. You don't need to be suspicious of every Bible passage. I want to make that very clear. You can, you can approach the Bible with an open heart. You don't need to have a chip on your shoulder. We can trust God's Spirit leading us through the reading of Scripture. But we should feel comfortable enough to disagree with the original authors of the text. It is a 3,000-year-old book. Sometimes it's a 2,000-year-old book. It's, it's old. The world was so different back then. And so we should feel comfortable enough to reject anything that doesn't align with the person and work of Jesus Christ, such as any command by Yahweh to commit genocide or colonization or any sentence by Paul that claims that wives are owned by their husbands. We should feel comfortable thinking critically about that and rejecting that. Well, anyway, I hope this episode was helpful to you. I know that was kind of a quick overview on how to read the Bible in your own context in a liberating way, but I really hope that was inspiring and helpful to you and that you take some time to read scripture for yourself today. I promise you, you won't regret it. It will draw you just a little bit closer to God and and make you feel more connected to God in very small but significant ways. I hope that you felt inspired to read scripture today. Take your time applying the SOAP method by reading scripture, observing the passage, applying the principles, and praying to God. Keep a journal. Feel free to think critically about the text through a hermeneutic of suspicion. You can bring your whole self to the Bible. You can read it through your context, through your contextual theology, and allow God's Word to strengthen, comfort, and guide you wherever you find yourself in life. Thank you for joining me on this third episode of the Friday Field Notes. Until next time, my name is Ashley Lynn Hangst, and you are listening to The Unlearning Podcast.